Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Energy the Untamed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Miel Fox. It is Thursday, and that means that it is parking lot wisdom morning. What does this mean? It means that when I get to work at the crack of dawn and I have an extra few minutes, I jump on here on a Thursday to share things that are on my mind and just have a little chit chat. So here we go. Parking lot wisdom for Thursday. I want to share with you that I held my January Unconditionally You virtual meetup a couple of days ago, and our topic for the month of January was cohabiting with grief, and we had some lovely, lovely ladies come for a beautiful conversation for a little over an hour where we shared we shared a lot of things. We shared stories. We shared tears. We shared a little laughter. We shared a lot of insight in what does it feel like when we're in that deep place of grief and how can we start to find our way through it to continue to have the capacity for a life of joy and expansion while still acknowledging and owning and honoring the grief. And I know that sounds a little strange when you say honor the grief. And part of what I really mean by that and what we talked a lot about by that is when we lose someone dear to us on this earth, um, we sometimes get literally sucked down into a deep hole that we feel we can't come out of and the fear kicks in. The fear of I can't allow myself to feel, I can't allow myself to cry because it may never stop, I don't know what will happen. The fear of what's going to happen now. I don't feel I have any connection. Uh, there's also the, the whole experience of shame. Why is it them and not me? What could I have done better? So a lot of these questions and these thoughts and these beliefs are all valid and they're all real and they all should be honored and acknowledged and allowed to sit in our body to give our heart time to process through these feelings. I really feel, I call it cohabiting with grief because it never leaves. You don't, it doesn't get sorted out when people say things like, well, you know, it'll, it'll go in time. You'll work your way through it. All these things. You don't ever leave it, lose it. It is a piece of you, a part of you, a part of the incorporation and integration into your emotional cellular being by virtue of that is what it is energetically, but it doesn't equal you have to stay in that place and completely ignore or push aside all the other potential feelings and energetic expressions that exist in our lifetime. So we're here on earth, a soul and a human presence for a reason. We're here to experience it all, the good, the bad, the difficult, the joyful, all of it. Uh, what we have is the capacity to make a choice in any given moment to either lean into the fear side of our existence, which is dictated by the thoughts that go through our mind, the memories, the triggered memories, the emotional holding somatically in your body, uh, and whether you choose to stay in that place repeatedly moment by moment, or whether you choose to lean into the other side of our being, which is our deepest, most valuable uh, commodity that we own, which is our heart and our soul, which allows us even in the darkest moments to see a shred of light 
And we talked a lot about that. We talked a lot about other things, which is going to bring me to what I'm going to call and I'm going to title this, this little mini soda is the four F's. And no, we're not going to swear today. But the four F's that I think really are important to have a conversation about uh, are all connected to your capacity to really tap into your heart, your soul, who you really are, to dance in the joy of who you really are, and to realize that this is what you're here for on earth. You're really here to not live in the dark. You're here to be the light, share the light, live in the light, show other people the light that's available. And the four F's that I'm going to kind of just tap on briefly here, and then maybe I'll break each one out into a separate mini-sode, I think that might be helpful, is one, faith, two, forgiveness, three, fierceness, and four, failure. So each of those four F's impact how do we have the ability and capacity to really tap in. Many of us feel like I failed myself. I failed someone else. I failed because I wasn't successful at and then fill in the blank. I really encourage you to consider failure as a stepping stone to the next thing, to the next opportunity, to the next curiousness of how can this look different? What's here for me? Maybe it's not failure at all. Maybe it's this is what we needed to experience in order to open the door to the next amazingness that's sitting right there waiting for you. I also believe in the acronym of first attempt in learning, F-A-I-L, first attempt in learning. You know, you don't pop out of the womb and know how to program a computer, run a marathon, uh, do all the things. You have to take action, and some of those actions in learning something will not result in what you perceive as success. And so therefore you call it failure. It's not failure. It's simply making an attempt to learn something. Uh, for those of you who know me, you know, I have horses and I work with my horses to teach them what I think they need to know to survive in a human world. And I wouldn't call any of our interactions unsuccessful. I would call them attempts in learning. So I offer a suggestion. Here's what I would like to see my horse be able to do. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. It's not failure. It's an attempt in learning and it's an opportunity for me to present the request in a different way so that maybe our communication is a little clearer. So that's my two cents on failure. I don't think there is such a thing as failure. I consider them to be efforts in learning. The other next word I'll just briefly cover is fierceness. I firmly believe that we need to have and hold the fierceness of the untamed heart we're here with a fierce, loving, passionate heart, and we block it by our programming. We block it by our conditioning. We block it by our thoughts and belief systems. And the truth is, thoughts are things. So that if you choose to follow a train of thought that leads you down an emotional black hole, and that's where you choose to place your thoughts, you're going to stay in the black hole. If you choose to take those thoughts and reconfigure them to something that opens the door to light, then you will start to see the path to more light. So it isn't as simple as, you know, be groovy and unicorny and rainbowy and just, you know, think everything is all lighty, brighty, wonderful and pretend there isn't any dark. I'm not saying that. I'm saying both pieces are necessary. It's the pendulum swing. Both pieces are necessary. But how you choose moment to moment every day to 
be in that moment is a choice that you can lean into what your heart speaks to you or what your mind speaks to you. So that's my piece of fierceness. You've got to be fierce, resilient, and gritty if you want to overcome the truth is the capacity of our brain to dole out 80% negative thoughts all day long. You've got to really work to own the moments. So that's my two cents on fierceness. Uh, the third word, forgiveness. I'm going to say forgiveness to me is a human construct. So I truly believe we need to, as a human, as a soul in a human body, the act of forgiveness, of understanding that we're a work in progress, that you couldn't know at the age of 10 what you know at 40. And you need to really love that 10-year-old firmly, fiercely, unconditionally, for what it was at whatever occurred at the age of whatever, because that's the gig. We're a soul and a human experience, and we are molded and shaped through conditioning. And then we need to decide as an adult, how do we choose to live with that conditioning? Stay in it, don't stay in it. And so the forgiveness is not something you're begging and pleading for from the divine because as a spark of love from the divine and as a spark of love returning to divine or universe or God or spirit or whatever you want to call it, there technically, if you think about it, is no need from a soul perspective for forgiveness because we are all love. We are all one. However, as a human expression, your humanness may require the processing of things that we refer to as forgiveness. So that's my two cents on forgiveness. And the last phrase that I'm going to excuse me, just quickly touch on and then uh, I'll jump off because I got to go to work, uh, is faith. So faith to me is not about the building that you may step into to offer your prayers. It's not about, are you of a particular cultural belief system religiously? Uh, that That's another story for another day. It is about the spiritual piece of faith. So you can be religious and spiritual. They are not the same thing. The capacity of spirituality and spiritual wholeness is that you own and understand that we are all connected. You own and understand that we are all one. You own and understand that you were brought here as a spark of love from something bigger than greater than us in this three-dimensional place that we live on earth. And that awareness of there's something more, that awareness that I am a piece of the whole, that I am a piece of the giant picture, the the giant vessel, the whatever you want to call that. Um, when you know that and you own that and you integrate that firmly to understand that you were brought here as a spark of love and that is who you are at your deepest, deepest, deepest place, then the faith becomes to know that you are always loved both internally and externally. You were supported through that expression of what is beyond us in the 3D. Uh, it is there if you want it, if you choose it. So when people use phrases like, I have lost faith, or I don't believe in, those are constructs of the mind because there's an expectation that something needed to be a certain way. Things like, oh, I can only be loved if, or this bad thing occurred because I did something good, bad, ugly, or wrong. There, there are no parameters in the global or universal perspective of love is the divine love. There is no, are you a good girl or boy, a bad girl or boy? It is what it is. 
and where things get a little bit jumbled is our human perspective starts to project our mind, ego mind perspective, and that presents what we see or what we believe we see in our reality. When the actual reality of the reality is that as a piece of love from the universe, from divine, that's who you really, really are when you strip away all the BS. See, I did swear. Um, then when you know that, the faith to know that you can trust, the faith to know that you're supported, the faith to know that you will always be loved and supported, and that you actually, that universal love is within you because you are love. That is what it is. So anyway, the four F's, right? The four F's in unconditionally you. So I'll leave you with that on a Thursday parking lot wisdom late for work. Gotta fly. Uh, stay tuned. Subscribe. I'll be back on. There will be guest episodes. I'm just a little behind in the editing land. Uh, but with that, I'm just sending you all so much love. Tune in. You can catch me Facebook, Instagram. You know this. You can catch me on all the podcast platforms. Uh, there is a monthly unconditionally you opportunity. You can sign up. You can join the Facebook private group, Fox Den Energetics. You can jump on the website. Same name, foxdenenergetics.com. All right, y'all. So with that, I got to go. So much love to you and make it a great day.